Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. article from the June 2022 Trussell Board. Practicing out of the Lodge. Hola, brethren. As I am just returning from a week in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, my article will be short but to the point. We are all aware of the famous Masonic mantra of making good men better. So, how do we accomplish this task? By practicing out of the Lodge the lessons that are inculcated in it. By the exercise of brotherly love, and by remembering the three great lights of Freemasonry, faith, hope, and charity. I can tell you that we all do very well while in the Lodge, but are we duly and truly prepared? Are we squaring our actions with others? Are we keeping our passions within due bounds towards all mankind? Are we in touch with the duty we owe to God, our country, our neighbor, and ourselves? These are the keynotes that set Freemasons apart from others. Our charitable work as well, whether it be for a distressed worthy brother or a stranger you've never met before, should be practiced on a regular basis. So as you can see, my brothers, there are many aspects related to practicing out of the lodge. If you have laid a strong cornerstone, your Masonic edifice should be just and upright, ever working towards turning rough ashlar into a more perfect one. Fraternally, Charles S. Hayes, past master and current master. Practicing out of the lodge from the West. All Freemasons are challenged by the master to be mindful of certain moral duties inculcated in the lodge that are then to be practiced outside of it. Using the terminology of today's world, we can ask, are we called as Masons to be specialized practitioners of our craft? If this is so, it is certainly of a needed kind. There are people who offer professional services as practitioners ranging from accounting to zoology, all from individuals possessing requisite educations, licenses, and certifications, etc., with each serving the needs and wants of society's ever-demanding list. Are we no less trained? Are we not a brotherhood in a semi-religious school of instruction with serious instructors teaching beginners how to think, act, and live? We have had brothers who were giants in their fields of endeavor, or were brothers who changed the world with their works, ideas, courage, and brains. The same is even so for the everyday Mason who brings light wherever he goes. We can say they were and are practitioners of something rare in this world. And if we are to be practitioners, we need to apply the art and science of the craft first with ourselves, as the intended recipients of our own efforts to grow in wisdom, strength, and beauty of character, which includes a deeply profound faith in the great architect of the universe. This is not easy to do. Through the sublime messages contained in our symbolism and teachings, we learn arete, nu, and sophocene, which are Greek words for excellence, soundness of mind, and virtue also of which were subjects taught in the imperial schools of classical Greece and Rome. This may seem quaint today until we realize that we can only internalize and then act upon an enlightened understanding after we have grasped it. And each generation is at risk of either learning or not knowing serious and wise truths. We are the guardians of something special who quietly receive these august principles in our lodges 
from mouth to ear, from sign to eye, and grip to grip, heavy with real meanings of the aforesaid. From them we can affect our relationships to all of whom we come in contact, especially those younger men who will be the next practitioners. This system of Masonic symbolism coheres in eternal and divine language, standing in agreement with all that is good and true in human affairs. Each of us learns or perceives these elements according to the individual progression and pursuit, and from there practices them in the world. And by being drawn from the greatest of human ideals and spiritual truths, the ritual promulgates them in our temples, transferring essences of essential morals, both the practical and the transcendent, which are meant to be personally affecting, and even still, they are universal, in the promised hope of a worldwide brotherhood where no violence or war can abide, but only unity, harmony, and peace should prevail. So mote it be, John MacArthur, Senior Warden. Practicing Out of the Lodge, from the South To be out of the dark is power. Sigmund Freud, a Freemason, categorized human awareness into layers, and the whole life he devoted to the basement of human consciousness. No bigger condemnation came from Freud towards whole humanity than our collective awareness is fringed and not reliable and needs the aid of the subconscious or hidden self. He means the sense of alertness can be momentary. To be watchful, alert, and aware, we need to follow a pattern. That is why in his lodge, in addition to the intellectual contribution and administration, he indulged in psychoanalysis, which until 1907 was a Jewish subject. By practicing out of the lodge the great moral duties inculcated in it, we can form a habit of pursuing perfection and attempting to know ourselves. It is the first thing to know thyself. In Freud's psychoanalytic theory of personality, the conscious mind consists of everything in our awareness. The unconscious mind governs behavior to a greater degree than we might suspect. Such is the impact of Freemasonry that allows us to say hello to ourselves with a pattern of degrees and teachings. Aligning your geometry to cosmic geometry is given by Freemasonry. As long as there is a need for a secret society, there will always be a secret society. There is a need to say something, and it can only be suppressed as much, just to come out in a romantic fashion. Persecution-based, ill-treatment school births a secret school, while dogma would try to demolish the free thought. Joseph Smith, the founder of the Latter-day Saints Church, was a Freemason, and so were his brother Hiram and his father Joseph Smith Sr. As president of the LDS Faith in Nuovo, Illinois, Joseph Smith rose to the ranks of Master Mason. Prior to being a Freemason, Joseph Smith received covenants from God as promises to church members which were implicated as endowments. The LDS Church's common method of presentation and clothing of ceremonies coincided with that of Freemasonry. However, not a copy of Freemasonry, but Masonic rituals promote brotherhood, self-improvement, fidelity and truth, and charity to better a man, whereas in the endowment ceremony, men and women promise God to obey his laws for the purpose of exaltation through Jesus Christ. Though elements of physical death and spiritual death in LDS Church and clothing and symbols might have similarities alongside the Word of God and His plan to reveal happiness to His children, it certainly invokes interest in a curious reader's mind. Shivam Sharma, Junior Warden. June 2022 Editor's Note Practicing out of the Lodge those great moral duties that are inculcated in it. That is a great saying that is part of the closing of Masonic Lodge in California. But the big question is whether you are doing it or not. Think about the four cardinal virtues of temperance, fortitude, prudence, and justice. 
Those are discussed in the first degree as to what they stand for and why they are important to a Mason. How often do we sit and think about those topics after that degree is over? My guess is not as often as we should. I challenge you to pull your cipher or monitor out and reread those a couple of times. What struck you now that maybe you missed when you first heard that portion of the lecture? There is the right of destitution in the first degree as well. How well do we stand to that charge given to the new Mason by the worshipful master? Brotherly love, relief, and truth. Where do we stand on those? For the past several years, it seems to me that these have been put to the test. If you read up on history, there has always been nastiness and corruption in politics. It isn't new, but as Masons, we should be able to have our views and share in civil discourse with each other out of the lodge as we discuss the points of policy and ideas instead of people and sound bites. In a world of craziness, be the voice of sanity and civility. Be the model of virtue and integrity. Be the man that others look up to, respect, and want to be. It isn't always easy because we are human and fallible, but with practice, a kind word, a gentle reminder, and some coaching, we can help each other to achieve that goal of practicing out of the lodge those great moral duties that are inculcated in it. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.